Hello everyone, we're all back. Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. It has been such a long time since we uh, left an episode. We're on a little high hiatus, taking a little break, getting a few things done. But now that we're back, we're going to keep going again. So hopefully you stick with us and you or, or you come back to us if you, if you give up on us. So um, we look forward to have another good time with you from this episode moving on. Said we're just grateful to be back with you all. Um, it's been a while, but we're glad to um, get back on, you know, with, with, with the ball rolling. Um, and hopefully, in the next few uh, minutes with you and the next episodes, that it will enlighten you, it will give you um, comfort, peace, and just a different way of thinking, um, thinking in a positive way of what life is like and, 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 and of being able to, to make. Positive and good choices. Today, uh, we wanted to just touch bases on um, feelings, mm-hmm. and one of the feelings, Pete, that um, we discussed early today um, was in happiness. Because oftentimes, everyone, you know, wants to focus more on happiness, and and it, it sort of uh, it's a good feeling. It sends positive energy. Um, but the question that we brought up today, and we wanted to share with you all, is what about sadness? Mm-hmm. Is there a um, a positive um, hindsight or a positive um, outlook um, in sadness in life. Mm-hmm. You know, when we deal with people, we often discuss, you know, sadness is always negative. It's always um, presented in a way that either someone has experienced some type of trauma, um, either uh, an experience that has been negative. Um, and so just wanted to figure out or touch bases with you to see um, what is that feeling like. And um, when sadness does come into the mind, um, what does it feel like for you? What does it feel like for me? What does it feel like for us? Um, I know, Pete, you deal with uh, individuals on a regular basis when they come to you and they speak about their problems. I speak to students about issues that they go through. And oftentimes, it's always with a bad experience. So they come in mm-hmm. with a form of mm-hmm. sadness. Mm-hmm. When I ask them questions, I said, how are you feeling? I don't feel happy. I don't feel um, like myself. Mm-hmm. And the question is, what is yourself? Or what, what does it mean to feel like yourself? What does that look like? What does that feel like? Mm-hmm. And so, Pete, in your experience dealing with people, and you hear the word sadness, um, what comes to mind? And when you do speak to the individuals that share their experience or you dealing with sadness, what are some of the outcomes or what are some positive things that people can look out or can find from that, if they can? Well, yeah, see, that's the thing. Sadness, people tend to look at it as a negative thing. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, nobody wants to be sad all the time. But sadness, because it's a response, mm-hmm. you know what you're dealing with. It's harder to know where to go from there when somebody says, I don't feel anything. I don't know what's happening. They seem confused. Yeah, confusion can be a good sign too. But if the person said they don't feel anything, they don't have a reaction, let's say someone passed away uh, that that was very close to them, you know that usually hurts someone, but they have no feelings. They're not happy nor sad. That is a little alarming. You know, that's that's when you know, okay, yeah, we're going to do a lot more work than just 
um, to see what's happening with this person, how we can go from there. So sadness because the, the, the response could be negative, but right. it is a good thing to know where you come from there. Because the person knowing what they're sad about, you can work on restoring that sadness to uh, to happiness or, or whatever. It's just knowing where you're coming from that makes a huge difference as opposed to I don't know where to start. You see what I mean? So it makes a huge difference in the person's life if they know, okay, yes, because this happened, I am sad. But now dealing with this feeling, the sadness feeling, are you able to see what you can do going from there to get out of that? So at least you have a point of destination or a point of reference when the person say they feel sad. But if they say, I don't know, I don't feel like myself, but I don't know what I'm feeling, that is a little different. That, that's, some, that's a little more to deal with. It's not impossible, but you can help the person get there by you know digging through the different aspects of your life and what happened to get them there to see what happens. But if they're starting from sadness, it's a lot easier to get them from point A to point B, knowing where you're starting. Mm -hmm. what I mean? So when you deal with sadness, are you finding individuals that have challenges with knowing where to start and begin? Um, what are some steps you think has helped in the past? Because there are some people that come to you and you ask them, well, where's this feeling coming from? Their response is, I don't know. Hmm. But it comes from somewhere. It does come from somewhere. Sometimes it catches the person uh, at such a shock. Let's start from there. If the person say, I don't know why I feel a certain way, then okay. Then we start to figure out, okay, uh, how long have you felt that way? Let's figure out the immediate, uh, what happened around the time you start feeling that way. Because sometimes the brain shuts down or the person is out of shock. They can't really think of what, what's really happening. It's like a lot of it come to, goes to your subconscious rapidly to the point that you are unable to make the connection right away. That's why talking to somebody helps because we can digest we can, we can try to depict the different situations and see which one brought that feeling. So once, you, once you've identified the issue, then we say, okay, yeah, that, that definitely is what got me in the rut. Let's see what we can do to fix that because this is not a good position to be in. Because in this position, I'm not feeling like myself. I'm, I don't feel like doing certain things. And the things I used to be interested in, I no longer am. So, you know, you already see where that's going. So when they, once they start going down that route, you don't want to keep them there. So you then try to work up the steps to see what we can do to move forward. Mm -hmm. But it is very important to know that there is an emotion. Because mm -hmm. knowing that there's an emotion makes a huge difference if there's no emotion. Because... You know, then we're talking about psychopathic tendencies. You mm -hmm. see what I mean? So you, you want the certain emotions to actually, you know, because as human, we have it. And if we don't have it, there's a problem. There's a bigger problem than just being sad at this mm -hmm. point. You see what I mean? So, yeah, when something dear happened to you, something that is very close to you, something that is very attached to you, gets broken apart, those are certain feelings we project. Mm -hmm. Okay, if that response itself is not, I don't want to say of the norm, but if, if it's not corresponding to what happened, because if I step on your door and you smile, there's a bigger problem. Than, <laughs> you, you see what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So that response doesn't match what just happened there. You know what I'm saying? If I tickle you, you cry, there's, you know, the response <laughs> is different. Now, um, if, the, if, if the response is not just negative, but it's neutral, there's no response whatsoever. Now, are, are you feeling? You know what I'm saying? Because if you're not feeling at all, then we have another problem. Mm 
You know what I'm saying? So there's a like we we as humans we we're very complicated but very simple because we you know we tell our bodies tell us how and what's happening around if we don't respond to it if, like for myself we if we I go to the dentist and they poke me before they put the novocaine and I don't feel anything I, I'm pretty sure novocaine is not my biggest problem at this point so but if we know the novocaine is what numbed it that's why I didn't feel it okay we having okay we're good there because we know there's a there's a different agent that's associated to the, you know, that's a, a, a you know, that's associated to, to uh, me not feeling anything as mm-hmm. opposed to me not feeling anything in general. Mm-hmm. You see, so sadness is definitely a good component. If you your kid is sad, you know how to address that. If your kid is giving you the neutral face, it's hard to say is he happy or is he sad. What's happening? It's a little more confusing to deal with right off the bat. Yeah. I think it's so important. You, you mentioned a few things that came to mind. Um, making sure that the feeling that we have matches with certain um, um, physical, um, mm. uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, behaviors. Mm. If someone steps on your foot, you shouldn't be laughing. Mm. Unless, and, I, and when you said that, I thought to myself, and if somebody does react to something that's negative, they smile, is it learned behavior? Mm. Or, um, because there's some things that you may do, someone does it, and you're like, you're getting cut, or you're mm. getting burned, and you're laughing. Mm. What, what is that? And um, I think to myself, and I just thought to myself, oftentimes, I have people just become numb to certain things that even when it happens, they have no fear, or they've cut it off. And I was reading an article where it said that, um, well, a quote was said that... Um, Sadness is also a kind of defense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was going to point that out. Yeah. So, defense mechanism, our body, so like for example, me, I, I laugh at, uh, laugh or smile at different uh, situations where that does not require it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I realized that about myself a long time ago when my grandmother died. I was at the funeral. I saw everybody crying. I didn't want to cry. I did not want to cry. So, I started smiling. And my mom looked at me like I was crazy. But I didn't even realize I was smiling. That that was my defense mechanism trying to deal with what's happening right there. You see what I mean? But you made a key point when you said this, which just brought to my attention when you said rather than crying, your form of sadness or your defense mechanism kicked in and said, you know what? I smile. There's some people, they do, but you know, you can do something to them or a child. I've seen this where they may get a spanking and they smile. Mm-hmm. But for the parent or the other person on the other side, it irritates them because mm-hmm. they're thinking that, no, you should be. Yeah. And so I think there's even, there's a um, a balance where even with dealing with people, really asking them before continuing, mm-hmm. like, what do you feel? You know, what's going on? Because this is happening to you, but you're smiling. Mm-hmm. And, and for some people, as you said, they may find that as a form of defense mechanism or a coping skill for them. Mm-hmm. And that's how I deal with the problem because I don't know how else, I don't know any other way mm-hmm. to deal with the issue. Yes, you may be upset. You may ball up in the corner. You may cry. But for me, when something happens, when I'm sad, I smile. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's almost like a twofold rather than just saying, yep, it should be this way. Um, this is how you're supposed to react, and that's it. But that can also be a psychopathic tendency. Yes, I, I, it's, but it's so 
Well, see, the thing is, it is tricky, but it's actually a little easier to read because Mm -hmm. you can tell the person is smiling. Like, that's just on the surface. You see that in their Mm -hmm. face, but you can see in their eyes, they're in pain. Versus somebody who's actually smiling with you cutting their finger off and in their eyes, you can still, you can't read anything but what you see. That. That's dangerous. Yes. The eyes never lie. You can't thing. control the eyes. It's a little tougher. I mean, you can uh, you can be a, a trained CIA and some people still catch you with that. You see what I mean? It's a little hard. like Because sometimes it's an off-guard thing because the body's first response to a lot of things. You know, I can, you, you can spank the kid and they, they start smiling, but their body's shivering and you can see in, like, in their body language that, yeah, that I'm not enjoying this. I might be smiling or laughing just to, you know, annoy you as the person who's doing the deed, but it doesn't mean that I'm enjoying this. You see what I mean? So if you're reading the whole picture, you'll see it. Uh, it, it that part, the, the smiling and laughing part is not. I mean, they could see, you could see even, even during the time everybody was crying, I was smiling. You could see little tears here and there was dripping. I wasn't necessarily enjoying the moment like it was a party, you know what I'm saying? But for myself to keep myself from breaking down like everybody else was that was my response so the question i have then is now that you mentioned that um with sadness there are some people that use this mechanism or manipulation of sadness to get out of problem and trouble mm-hmm. while we know that sadness is a form of um, behavior or feeling that we have some also use it to their advantage if i know i'm gonna get in trouble Maybe I should act like I'm sad. And if I act sad enough, then I get out of it. Yeah, I mean, some people will fall for it. It depends on who you're dealing with. I mean, if you're a parent, you know your kid, you already know your kid has that bag of tricks. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. You know, this, so, so, you know, the thing is, you can only do that to new people who don't know you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But even then, some if that person, let's say, for example, a woman, and I'm using a woman because that's the latest information, because I, I remember I worked with cops for a little while. One of the one of the things they always say is that they would stop this lady and she would start crying. Mm. Oh my goodness, I don't know this. And now I'm like, they give all type of excuses while they're crying in tears. So the cop is like, you know what? Sometimes he's like, if he's having a good day, him letting you walk out, walk away is not you or what I want. No, he probably was having a good day today. You know, you know what? She's crying. She, I don't want to deal with this. I'm going to just let her go. Versus someday he's having a bad day and he he can clearly see that you're manipulating because you're not the first person to cry. <laughs> when he mm-hmm. stopped you for the day, he might just even empty that ticket for you even more. <laughs> so people who does that got to be careful because you don't know who you're coming across. Okay, If you're coming across somebody who deal with manipulators all day long, do you really think you're the best one in the world to pass? Mm. Or, you know, especially if the person already feel, uh, you know, irritated because people are trying to pull a cover over their eyes, why would you think that you're the best one to convince them so much? Mm-hmm. Again, you never know. You can't take your chances. Don't get me wrong. But just be careful because sometimes, especially if it's a cop, you might just piss them off. So why we focus so much more on the negative, you know, the, the the things that we've seen people do, whether it's the manipulation of sadness, mm-hmm. um, trauma, the experiences that people um, have gone through, which cause sadness. But there's a different side. Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, with somebody may be sad because they lost their job, mm-hmm. or you think of the last shot in the game, you missed it. Um, 
But the good thing though with in sadness is while you're going through problems, one of the best things that we find is that you may have someone in your corner that may remind you of the good times. Mm-hmm. Despite going through what you're going through, remember some of the good things that you've done, some of the things that you were able to overcome in the past. And yes, right now, this feeling may not feel good, but there's an opportunity for you to get back up mm-hmm. and start again. Mm-hmm. And yes, in life, there's going to be things that's going to uh, get, us, get us off of our game, or even some of the things that we've done, there's some choices that we've made that may not have been the best, that maybe have been choices or situations that we've been in that may not have worked out the way that we wanted it to or have not expected it to work out, to work out the way that we wanted it to, but always looking at or having someone in your corner, which is so important. And for us, myself, Pete, and to our listeners, it's always good to have somebody rooting for you in your corner. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have some players, you have some people like I guess that's the saying, there's no I in team, which is so true. It's good to have somebody, like no man is an island. When you're going through, when you're going through the go-through and you're feeling sad, um, sometimes look at the sadness as an opportunity to have somebody um, encourage you along the way because sometimes we all need that. Mm-hmm. We need somebody that's going to keep pushing us. Yes, it's hard. You think about people that exercise. They're sad because of all the work they have to do. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I got to do all this. I'm, but if somebody keeps pushing you, you got it. Keep going. It's worth it. Don't stop. And at the end, when they keep pushing you, you're able to look back and say, wow, mm-hmm. look at where I was and where I am now. Mm-hmm. Yes, it didn't feel good. Yes, it was difficult. But look what I, I was able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, sadness does come with a price where situations come you're just like this was a bad feeling but what's what, one of the things that we can see through the sadness is that there's an opportunity for another chapter or for another opportunity to open up to where you're able to look at sadness and say man because i went through this experience now look where i am now yes sometimes sadness hurts but it makes you stronger yeah it makes you wiser yeah. it makes you look at things differently mm-hmm. it makes you look at situations differently it helps you be non. It helps you to 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 be, to be non judgmental. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. it does. Um, and so that's how I looked at it in that sense, trying to find a positive side to it. Um, looking at experiences and saying, you know what? Yes, it doesn't feel good, but you can learn from it to grow, to become better, and to also help someone else who will be going through something else. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, while you're doing that you can find a positive out of it. Yeah. The thing is to, some people are looking at sadness as the only a negative thing. Mm-hmm. But in sadness, you come with the best ideas because because sadness usually insinuates a failure of some sort, mm-hmm. a, a mistake, a bad decision, or a bad situation, or a moment where you know things had ended. So, all those sort of give you some type of perspective so that you know, okay, where to go from there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If, if you lost somebody, you get to sit and reminisce. Nobody sit there and think about the good times during the good times. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it's when things are a little down, you now have time to reflect on some of the good times, whether it's with this person or in, or in that thing that you've done. You know, most most times, you know, most of the places that we're in sadness, people get to smile because during sadness is at a funeral. You know, even 
when we lost this person but remember all the fun stuff we uh, fun moments we had with this reminiscing is usually insinuates because you're in a downtime you're thinking of the good times yes right? you know so it, it does help you recreate some of those moments so that you so that you're not sad all the time just because you think of that person mm. so sadness itself is therapeutic <laughs> you feel me it yeah. helps you think of this so if also if you if you used to if you made a bad decision or you didn't pass a test mm. those things that make you sad now give you an idea of you know different ideas to think of better ways to do this like say you if you didn't pass a test now okay you have to think a little more uh to to do better in the next one so mm-hmm. you now have to decide make a decision okay yeah i have to study a little more i have to push a little harder to make sure the next exam doesn't end up the same way yeah okay if it's a decision you made now you have to think make a better decision next time so it, sadness is an emotion that we're given that that doesn't necessarily hurt but also helps if we do take it the right way some people don't take advantage of their sadness they, they're, they're sad they rather cover it with drinking and all that stuff so they don't, mm-hmm. they don't feel it but it's good to go through that process mm-hmm. it's good to go through that process at least you know okay the decision you made moving forward won't get you back in that position but if you try to cover your sadness in any shape or form, it will come back. Because if you drank the not thing, you don't know what kind of decision you made to fix this situation. And yeah, you make that. You most likely will make the same bad decision again. And then you know you cannot end up back in the same position, wishing the same thing. So it's not necessarily terrible to go through sadness. Nobody wants to be sad. It is something that comes with living. But every time you go through that position, you have to now then make a decision to not end up back there if it is something you can't control. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't control death. Being sad over death is not something you can control. But knowing how to deal with it, reminisce and talk about the different situation helps you build up and be stronger for the next time you have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Because the first time a kid has to go to a funeral hurts a lot more once they you know especially if it's somebody dear to them but the more they deal with the situation the easy well not easier to deal with it but it, it, they're better for it knowing how to deal with certain things when they come to life which makes sense you know? so so when you think about all of this right that you know since just having this conversation about um sadness um can we have an overview um understanding or agreement of some sort, looking at sadness as a gift mm-hmm. rather than a curse. Because oftentimes people think sadness is a curse, it's a bad thing. But is there it, it, can we? Is there a part of sadness that can also um, be a gift, a reward for many? If that makes sense. I I think I think it is. It kind of based on, especially based on what I I mentioned, it helps you um, create a different perspective as yeah. to thinking everything is happy all the time yeah. when you go through that project not only you've earned some experiences to not only teach others and help others through their sad moments but it also gives you a different perspective on how to look at things when you said earlier no judgment once you go through some things okay yourself it's hard to say oh man nobody else should go through that again or so so and so should never make that mistake again because we're humans. It's gonna yeah. happen. Somebody's gonna do it. Just because you've learned it now doesn't mean that you have to judge somebody else. It gives you a perspective. Okay, yeah, I've gone through it. I know how easy it is for to fall in that category. 
I probably should either help that person or leave them alone. Because <laughs> I mean, if you're not helping them, you're hurting them. Don't. Just go in. Either you help them or you leave them alone so they can go through the process themselves. But the idea, uh, you know, that you are better, be, you know, it, it's just, you know, it, it's not, it's, it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a matter. Of, we go through different sad, uh, sadness in our lives, um, so we can learn and do better. Hopefully, yeah. You know, so it's just a matter of knowing what you're gonna do with the moment when you are down, or when you are sad, or when you feel like okay, things are really not going your way. How do you move up from there? As opposed to okay, I'm gonna stay in the bottom and then hoping everything comes out on top. It never happens on top like that. So at the end of the day, one of the things that we can take out of this episode is that sadness is not the end all be all. Mm-mm. It's a process. It's not something that has to be permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a part of our life experience, a part of our journey, and all of us will have to face some some type of sadness. And within that sadness, within that moment, it helps us to grow. Mm-hmm. It strengthens us to not only be better for ourselves, but to be better for with people around us. So we can be more understanding, more compassion, mm-hmm. passionate, um, more loving, mm-hmm. uh, and overall, we become better persons. So overall, if you know, if there's one thing I want everybody to capture from this episode is that look, being sad is important. Mm-hmm. Okay, people go through a grieving process. Even when you start through a grieving, nobody said you have to get up tomorrow and start laughing. Mm-hmm. You let it take its course. Being sad is not is something like that. You let it take its course, but at the same time, you learn from whatever put you in that sad mode. Mm-hmm. And that way, you can either avoid it or deal with it better next time. Okay, and I say deal with it next time because you can't really avoid sadness completely. Grieving mm-hmm. is a sad moment for everyone, and it's it's you know it, as human, we are gonna go through that part you know, over and over. How we deal with it every time it comes along is really up to us mm-hmm. how we deal with it how we process the information and i always tell people look don't rush grieving don't rush sadness nobody said you, ha- you should never stay there permanently but don't rush the process because if you don't properly process it it's it's gonna be a little hard for you to really stand straight at the end of it mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying it has to be done that dealt with properly so all in all, I hope everybody, you know, take at least pick up a couple of things from this, and you know, hopefully we uh, will be less a less of a sad world, right? Exactly. <laughs> because who knows, you know, it, it's it's not something we can control, but it's something we can definitely deal with uh, better as as we come along. All in all, I hope everybody remember, remember, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made. We all remarkably made. And therefore, it's worth living.